another episode of the Cheap Shot Wrestling Podcast. I'm Matt Bass. I'm here with Ben Bowles and this is episode number 62. We have uh, successfully made it to 62. We have. (laughs) (laughs) How you doing, Ben? You right? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, We've had an exciting couple of weeks in the world of wrestling, I feel. Yeah, I mean, the the past week, obviously, the main story we're going to end up talking about today is the draft. As um, and we're going to go yeah. through all the draft picks. We're going to compare. Well, well, firstly, we'll go through our predictions. But oh, yeah, before yeah, we yeah. get so yeah, we have the draft, and then there's people returning as a result of the draft, um, and other people rumored to be returning who haven't been involved in the draft. Yeah, but you know, some exciting stuff there. Um, apparently, Stephanie McMahon is the greatest businesswoman of all time. So there's that. <laughs> very, um, very specifically. That particular role as a female, most influential. Yeah. Fantastic. We'll get into that. Yep. Um, <laughs> there's more to it. Yeah. We have a lot of things that have happened in the last week. It's been interesting, hasn't it? Well, that's the thing. It was and we've a- had two good episodes of WWE programming on, on Friday and uh, last night. I was going to say, yeah, two consecutive nights of actual entertainment. Yeah. Genuine moments Some as great well. matches. Oh, it was fun. There was some, there's some bits in it. It's like... It's one of those shows where you have moments that you can actually just sort of screenshot and go, oh, that was great. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. that was great. Yeah. So, yeah, two weeks of fantastic yeah. wrestling. R- Raw had a triple threat between Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, and, uh, oh, God, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. That was a great match. They've been stacking cards, even though they're quite busy with this draft business. And yeah. the fact they've actually, we can talk about more about how the draft was kind of done right this time yes um they've done a lot of they've made a lot of steps to make it right yeah some things we actually mentioned yeah. about how we wanted a representative we wanted someone to make the announcements yeah. like someone was actually making choices yes uh we'll go into our full thoughts on the draft yeah, oh, and yeah. how it was done our predictions what ended up actually happening who's gone where surprises other stuff yeah. uh but first before we get to any of that stuff firstly it's the best segment in the world no, before that, oh. I have to recite my my, oh. my passage of admin. It's my second favourite thing. It's Matt doing admin. <laughs> yes, while staring into space. <laughs> uh, follow us on Twitter at CSWPod. You can follow Ben on Twitter at RingReviewPW. You can follow us on Instagram at CSWPod. And if you want to listen back to any of our previous episodes, go to CSWrestlingPodcast.com or subscribe and listen, rate and review on Acast, Apple Podcasts and any good podcasting app apart from spotify so now (laughs) we're going to go into our small package of news you've just been rolled up into the small package of news yes this is the small package of news it still makes me happy it's a great uh, little jingle it's brilliant uh yeah so we have a lot of things to talk about in the small package of news this week um first off wrestlemania so WrestleMania 36 was meant to be at Raymond James Stadium. It ended up being at the Performance Center. Yeah, we had a sneak peek of what the arena looked like. Yeah, the set decorations. So it was didn't all, get any of it. Didn't get any of it. Um, but the rumors are flying. It is being reported that mm. as a result of changes to coronavirus restrictions in Florida. Yeah. Um, the oh, is it the Miami Dolphins. No, not Miami Dolphins. Who are you thinking of? Uh, it might be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or something. But there's a there's a sports team in Florida in that area, yeah. Tampa, who uh, are going to start running football. Oh, so they're matches, doing like the, yes. started running matches. This there. is the uh, essentially America are rolling sports back out, aren't they? Yeah, and yeah. in Florida specifically, Ron DeSantis, the governor, has allowed. Uh, the sports teams to have full capacity. The sports team... Wait, wait, wait. Full capacity? They were allowed full capacity. But the sports team have, thankfully, said, we're not going to do full capacity. Jesus Christ. And we're going to have, like, 16,000 people in a stadium that can fit, like, 60,000 people. So you can easily have... They're having, like, 16,000 people there, and they'll have them all spread out and whatever, you know, do all those right, things. Right, right, right. Um, to try and make it safe. It's fair enough on the team. I cannot remember what the t- name of the team is. Um, that's really annoying. Me. I cannot believe but the they... governor basically said full capacity. Go yeah. for it. And um, that's horrific. 
Yeah. And then, so obviously WWE have seen this and gone, oh, hang on a second. And so all the sort of wrestling journalist type people mm-hmm. have been going around saying, okay, well, this is, they're doing that for that sport. So the chances are WWE will be looking at doing that there. And now yeah. it seems as though that is what's going to happen. Um, California has, as far as I'm aware, quite bad coronavirus numbers. I'm pretty sure California, the but, Los Angeles area I know in particular has been hit pretty hard. But um, in California, they have more sensible leadership who are taking these things more seriously yes. and are being more cautious. And so uh, SoFi Stadium, which is the... Who's that I the- think it's nearly built now. Um, is it kind of like 90% done? It's for the LA Chargers, I think. Um, and it's, it's yeah, it's almost done. Like, it's got the roof and everything. It's It's almost done. Right, right, right. And WrestleMania was meant to be its kind of um, first major event. Oh, okay. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of christening of the yeah. actual like venue. It was meant, and that was meant to be the kind of christening thing of the first main big show to happen at SoFi Stadium. Guaranteed packed um, house. Yeah. And In the circumstances. Next, yeah. next March, April time was when it was supposed to happen. And WrestleMania was going Hollywood and all that. Yeah. Um, but now it would seem as though. WrestleMania is going to be in Raymond James Stadium, where it was meant to be this year, next year, and then the year after that, it's going to be at SoFi Stadium. So they're just sort of delaying the schedule slightly. Yeah, they're just pushing it both WrestleManias back a year. It's kind of follow, yeah, it's kind of follow suit with other sports. So the Olympics doing the same thing, where they're kind of almost the the Olympics is kind of just forgetting 2020 and yeah. doing their 2020 events and calling them 2020 events. It's in the 2021. same with the Euros. Yeah, the, the Euros doing the same thing. Euro 2020 and Tokyo Olympics 2020 both being called 2020 still called 2020 but in 2021 yeah so it it makes sense I think it's it's smart for the WWE to do it so potentially we might still get the giant pirate ship I fucking hope we get the pirate if they actually do Wrestlemania at Raymond James Stadium you cannot go through all of this shit and not give us a fucking pirate ship it was there this like the photo we're referring to is the one that I think Kevin Owens even commented on it he saw it and was like I want to jump off that yeah so we it was there. It was a physical ship. It was ready. The set was pretty much built. Do you think I'll get like a new logo for oh, it and me? stuff? Oh, what instead of the flag? Yeah, because they had this whole like flag logo for WrestleMania 36. Yeah, the pirate and they flag. still used all the graphics and all the imagery and all the rest of it, all the pirate theme and all the rest of it. Except nothing about WrestleMania 36 was pirate like. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I would say best to do. Pretty much, the, just update them slightly. Yeah. So just because the theme was perfect, I think it kind of it works. Yeah. You know, and then obviously we still get the giant pirate ship. Because the logo for WrestleMania 37 being in Hollywood mm. was the Hollywood theme. It was like you know film it was reel, like film like reel, that. and it was gold and silver, and it looked amazing. It's what you picture when you know that WrestleMania is going to Hollywood. Yes. So I know. I think and it's it was going to be done at a slightly higher level than WrestleMania 23. 23. So I think it's good. So that no, that sorry, 22. 22. Sorry, 22. 22. No, wait, no, 21. No, 22. It was WrestleMania 21. Look this up. I need to know. I need to know now. Yeah, it was WrestleMania 21 because it was 2005. Eddie was in there. Oh. Stuff, yeah. yeah, you're making sense now. Yeah. Because uh, they did the all those parodies, which were amazing. Oh, they were good. They were great with like... Um, it was Eddie and like Reservoir Dogs or something. They did Eddie and um, Booker T did... Oh, um, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. That's it, not Reservoir yeah. Dogs. That yeah. was funny. So, oh, yeah, no, like... Royale with cheese and all that, yeah. <laughs> so I think it's good that... <laughs> If we still potentially get this pirate, this giant pirate ship, this yes. amazing new set, yeah, um, fantastic news. Yeah, I'm looking forward to so, that. So yeah, looking forward to seeing that. And nothing's been confirmed by WWE on that, by the way. This no. is all just still kind of heavy speculation, where it's like it's being reported that this is the case. We're in the realms of fantasy at the moment. Yeah, but um, I think this seems like the most logical way of doing it. Um, I mean, Vince it, wants to get back into a stadium as soon as possible, really, doesn't he? Yeah, and logistically, this is the best way to do it. Just yeah. delay things. Don't this try is the thing about Vince. It feels like with him, with him this yeah. whole coronavirus thing, it's really just an inconvenience to him. Oh, big time. It's like, oh, yeah. oh, you're really inconveniencing me because I wanted to do this big thing. And you're like, yes, Vince, we know. <laughs> you know, everyone is, is, is stuck with these things. But why can't I do it? It's like, how old are you? <laughs> Christ, you're like 80, aren't you? Like 75. Like, like, 
He just, the thing is, you it's know. It's like, Vince, you do know over 200,000 people have died in America alone. He's like, I want my WrestleMania. He wants, the, you know that his first concern is his schedule. Yeah, it's just not, a massive inconvenience Not his for health it. or He doesn't give a shit about any of the other stuff. He, he just wants to make sure he can do his wrestling show. Yep. Anyway. That's good old daddy Vince. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, still coronavirus related. Yeah. Unfortunately, but I think everything is at the moment. Yeah. WWE have extended their Thunderdome residency inside uh, Amway Center in Florida yep. for at least another four weeks. So the Thunderdome will carry on for at least a month. Yeah. So November. Yeah. Um, I thought, honestly, it was going to carry on for the rest of the year. Yeah. I it thought makes the plan sense, was, really. Yeah. I thought the plan was basically to hold up in the Thunderdome, get us through 2020, mm. and then... Get by, through the winter and then come out of it and be like, right, yeah, crowds, mania, boom. Yeah, like manias. I thought mania might be the first one away from Thunderdome. Yeah. I didn't think... The fact that there may be... I think they'll do Royal Rumble outside. Do you reckon? Yeah. I Open think, venue. I think they'll do... Because we've seen Royal Rumbles being done in baseball stadiums the last few years. January, last couple of though. years. Be sure. so cold. Oh, yeah. But they'll heat the ring and stuff, and everyone in the crowd have to wear a jacket. And <laughs> It'll look really <laughs> strange. Imagine watching Royal Rumble with a whole sea of umbrellas. <laughs> yeah, just like puffer coats and scarves and hats. <laughs> people go to Miz coming to the ring and just his pants. Pants right. and boots. <laughs> just like, I'm really excited to be in the Rumble. <laughs> oh, but like ice dripping off the ring. God. <laughs> it's a smart move. But not a. It's not a move I would make. But yes. it's, it's something they can logistically well, still I do. I think they'll do something like that, or they'll say, you know, because it's January. Yeah. So we you don't know where we're going to be by January. It'll, Things could be a lot better. I you what we do know. I feel like you can definitely make the assumption that it's not going to be great in January. It'll still be pretty rough. Mm. But if they're able to do. Like you said, if like fucking nightmare governors are just saying, oh, full capacity, go for it. Yeah. Jesus Christ. By January, no doubt, they'll probably be like, oh, yeah, fine. Like, as long as there's a seat between It's only everyone. a million people dead. Yeah, exactly. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah. Herd immunity. Yeah. Nightmare. Who knows what's going to happen. Uh, but I no, Royal Rumble, maybe. I just thought the Thunderdome would go a bit longer than an, an extra four yeah, weeks. Yeah, I, I, it just feels like four weeks is like... Really? Only four weeks? It's like a little top-up. <laughs> just like, oh, we'll just oh, we'll chuck another month on. Yeah. Like, why not chuck another six months on? Why just one? Yeah, I don't know. It's um, It just seems a bit odd. Four weeks seems very weirdly small. And also without any sort of public plan. Yeah. Or any no, sort of... Yeah, it's not like, oh, four weeks and then we're doing this. It's yeah. like, four weeks... It's like that's it. You've got uh, you've got Hell in a Cell. We'll see like, what happens after that. Yeah, like end of October, you've got Hell in a Cell. But by that point, you've got like when is Survivor Series? That's the yeah. I was gonna say, and also, when's that? Is that going to be? Is that mid November? I feel. Um, it is on the twenty second of November. Right. Okay. So towards the end, which is in one two three four, five and a half weeks five weeks from sunday five weeks from sunday yeah so they'll be they'll be out of the thunderdome by that potentially point. yeah oh, i don't know what their plan is i don't know but it should probably get to about a month from now and it'll be like oh they're extending it again for another four weeks oh i know what they're going to do so if the thunderdome's done after four weeks it will move to the capital wrestling center yeah, I mean, that would be the most logical step if that's what they're going to plan, if they want to yeah. move out. Of th- but I would say that feels like a step down for them. It's definitely a step down, isn't it? That's the thing. It's like, it doesn't make sense for me from their side of things, where they yeah. want it to be this, they want the Thunderdome. Yeah. And the Capital Wrestling Centre is kind of the pseudo home of NXT. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe that's, that's the, with like you say, with the lack of planning... It's the, and the four weeks notice, basically. With everything WWE have done since March, it's been... With every change, it's been something bigger. It's been something better. It's been something with more stuff, not it, less. It's always up, so, isn't it? Yeah, so when it was like, okay, there's the original first SmackDown with no audience. Mm. And they just had this everything set up as they did for NXT two nights before at the Performance Center. Yeah. and But it was just no one sat in those seats. And oh, then from yeah. there, it was like, oh, we're adding these extra screens to extra light stuff around. Oh, and yeah. they changed the angle of the camera. So it was the sort of no mercy <laughs> hard cam <laughs> yeah. um, up the ramp. 
and then yeah but then as they've gone on it's been okay we've got more more screens and we've got now we've got some people in here yeah, and we've got the screens around slightly them. bigger yeah and we've got trainee trainees in there and then it's like oh, okay now we're doing some a bit more pyro yeah then it's true. thunderdome which is huge which has everything pyro and all the rest of it, it doesn't have people in it though no um, but it's got like it's got like tiered screens but it's, got, it's got people on video it's got there. depth to it yes that was the thing that was really big for some yeah. thunderdome is that it actually had instead of it feeling like a really closed in trying to make the best of it kind of thing yeah. it was like a full-on improvement wasn't yes it? yeah so that uh, yeah I, th- I think maybe the downgrade is not where they're really going to go? No, that's, it's the only thing I can think of. I think in an emergency they would do that. If it, yeah, if, if I think if if there's like an if there's like a state of emergency, but yeah. they're still somehow able to run shows. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I guess they have the Capital Wrestling Center to fall back on. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a backup plan. It's not a move forward. No. Yeah, that's right. I think that's yeah. that makes more sense. So we're going to move away from talking about coronavirus now. We'll move on to the other small topics. Uh, two smaller wrestlers. Oh. But big personalities. No, yeah. they actually, I don't know if they do. Cedric Alexander versus Ricochet happened on Raw last night. Two people that can definitely beat us up. They are not small. Yep. Uh, <laughs> they are amazing. It was a fantastic match. It, it was. was. A great little match. And it was, you know, you know, you, I don't expect anything less from those two. Yeah, yeah Those yeah. two are going to put on a great match. Um, the uh, stipulation of the match was if Ricochet wins, then Hurt Business have to leave him alone forever. Um, which is such a brilliant stipulation. Leave me alone. It's kind of, this is the bad thing about it, where it kind of sets it up with that kind of stipulation where you think, oh, this is kind of a throwaway kind of bollocks thing. Yeah. But there are so many little moments in this match that this is why we're talking about it. Well, yeah, and like the finish of the match. So you have the referee got knocked down uh, and then the Hurt Business all jump up onto the apron. Uh, MVP gets a chair, slides it into the ring to go to pass it to Cedric, but ricochet intercepts it yeah ricochet has the has the chair is he going to use the chair they're all like oh no no please don't use the chair is he going to use the chair and the commentator's like if he uses the chair he'll get disqualified um (laughs) and they won't leave him alone forever (laughs) yeah uh and then the ref's getting up and as he's getting up cedric slaps the chair onto the ground ricochet chuck sorry (laughs) ricochet ricochet slams the chair on the mat ricochet slams the chair on the ricochet slams the chair on the floor then throws it to cedric and then he dramatically falls to the ground it was a proper almost faint it was a faint it was fantastic and uh, then the referee hears this looks around sees cedric with the chair and he's like hang on a second disqualification there was also like there was no kind of like oh wait what happened it ref was just like no dq dq done. and then the commentary are like tribute to eddie guerrero there. fantastic it was a brilliant uh, that part for me was a fantastic it's the best way to say happy birthday it's to the eddie. most amount of personality i've seen out of ricochet since he's been on the main roster <laughs> it's the most you know, it's, yeah, it's probably one of the best things they've given him to do yeah but it was that little thing of like you don't need to make a song and dance and a cry about eddie on well, his birthday see, so eddie would have turned 53 last friday yeah last friday um and so it's a sort of like tribute to eddie it's a nice little moment. It's a nod. It's yeah. a very. It's like it's a not so subtle, but kind of subtle. They didn't do a a celebration of Eddie Guerrero episode oh. of Raw. Like it was just little nod. There yeah. you go. Like Kevin Owens did a frog splash on SmackDown. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, Eddie, little nod. It's nice little. It's like Kevin Owens have been doing it, but it's the it's the timing of it, how he's doing it. Yeah, you kind of go, this is kind of Eddie through and through. Mm. But that little moment was nice, where it is kind of like Happy Birthday, Eddie. Cheers for that. Yeah, really nice. It's not like they're trying to forget him. They're no. just doing it in in ways that actually play into stories. Yeah, instead of it making no sense. Yeah, um, but I loved that. Loved that, and it was a great end to the match. Mm, it and, was, and also that means her business have to leave Ricochet alone forever. Yes, but they won't because <laughs> no. they'll be pissed off. And also, that's the other thing. So at the end of the match, so after they did all this stuff, and Ricochet sort of rolls out of the ring, gets out of there, and he's going up the ramp. MVP gets the chair, unfolds it, and sits down on it. And the other three stand around MVP, and he looks like the Don. Oh, he's so just good. like it's like he looks like a a mob boss with his henchmen around him. It was just like an amazing visual. It, that's it. They gave you that perfect. It's 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 selling to me more and more the hurt business. I yeah. really like the I like the faction, but yeah, it's moments like that where I start to realize like they're this is a serious group. This yeah. is a really serious group. 
Um, and that, yeah, that visual where it cuts from the ramp down, yeah. and you just see MVP looking a bit dejected, but he's flanked by just pure talent. Yeah, exactly. And it's, Do you remember when MVP re-debuted, when yeah. he returned? It's like when, like... And he was just like, oh, fat old man wants to wrestle again. It, like, it leaked, it leaked because someone saw his Titantron from their hotel at the Royal Rumble. And yeah. it was like, oh, MVP's going to be in the Rumble, he's going to be a guest. Yeah. From what seemed like a nothing signing. I think it was only a, a meant to be a one-time thing. It was a one-off deal. And then I think he then got signed pretty soon after that. Yeah, he did it. He was like, I'll do that and I'll do a couple of matches on Raw. Yeah. And then kind of, I think, I want to say almost accidentally just got attacked. I assume assume he got, he impressed people and was like, oh, he could still go. Like, and when, you know, would you like to do some more stuff? And then he was like, great, I've got all these ideas. I'd love to work with Bobby Lashley. That'd be fantastic. Be his manager. That's the thing. And he saved Lashley from a bloody awful storyline with Lana and Rusev and all that. He saved Bobby Lashley from obscurity. Yes. He made him look like a genuine threat again. And Mm. he's, he's become, (laughs) it's funny. We mentioned this before we went on air, but before we started recording that, MVP has probably been the most valuable signing of 2020. Yes. Like, by far. Yeah, absolutely. The fact that he's added value to not just himself, but also to everyone around him and everyone in the Hurt business. Yeah. Um, so it gets to a point where, in storyline, you're annoyed that Cedric's joined. But in reality, you're kind of like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Like, Cedric joining the Hurt business has been huge for him and the group. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it, it, everything about that kind of match, it may have seemed like a somewhat nothing match, but there are so many moments in it you could pick out and go, oh, this is going to be great. Yeah. This is going to be fantastic. Mm. So, yeah, fantastic for the Hurt business too. Yeah. Uh, from Raw to SmackDown, next mm. Friday is SmackDown season premiere. Which I find so strange. Yeah. I mean, it happens every year, but it's normally not that big of a deal because it's just like, oh, by the way, this is technically the first episode of a new season. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, because it's the first anniversary of Fox. Uh, sorry, SmackDown being on Fox. Yeah, Fox having SmackDown. Yeah. Um, they're doing a pre-show for uh, SmackDown, which, you know, might not otherwise be that big of a deal. Who cares? There's a pre-show for SmackDown. They used to do it, and it was shit. Um, <laughs> yep. Um, but they're doing it. They're actually broadcasting it on Fox. So it's, it's on not, Fox. It's, it's not like a YouTube exclusive. Yeah, it's a pre-show on Fox uh, for SmackDown, which in itself is, I suppose, interesting. Yeah. It's being hosted by... Shucky Ducky Quack Quack Booker T. That was such a weird, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, fine. Yeah. And Renee Young. Well, that's... <laughs> Which makes no sense whatsoever. She doesn't work for the company anymore. So she's obviously being paid by Fox to do this. Yeah. Which then begs the question, is she going to be known as Renee Young on it? Or is she going to be called Renee Paquette or whatever, however you pronounce the surname? I would say, my bet is she goes by her real name. I don't think she will because it's WWE. They'll just do it as Renee Young because that's how she's known on. Because that's what WWE the wrestling TV. fans, would, wrestling fans, be like. Finally, using a real name, it's, we know that's Renee Young. It's like she's, it's it's interesting because she's kind of left the WWE on good terms. Mm. She was frustrated, but she left on good terms. Yeah, but then coming back, almost like CM Punk did, but in a very shorter scale, where she's come back to Fox. Well, presumably it'll probably be all over Zoom, right? Well, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they'll have to. They'll probably do it all over Zoom, so it doesn't really matter, does it? <laughs> or, actually, well, yeah, I'm not entirely sure how they'll actually do it. Yeah. They should have CM Punk on it as well, just to <laughs> really not? rub people's faces. Just chuck some names in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, they, it's like Fox have basically reached out to, I guess they probably just reached out to someone they knew was good at it. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't think they have many names from that stuff, but, I mean, they could have gotten a Charlie Caruso or someone like that to do it, but, well, whatever. Yeah. So, Renee Young's not been gone that long and she's back again yeah she's gone and back um and now to the third brand nxt Ooh. so we have um some injuries uh first off kyle o'reilly because i don't actually know what his injury is from what i've read so a lot of reports have come out about a lot of well a lot of medical reports have come out about a few individuals mm-hmm. um kyle o'reilly seems to have a swollen liver which right. sounds fucking crazy yeah um it was i think it was dealt when uh he took a kick to the ribs and there was a moment in the match where he takes this kick. He almost wants to kind of rebuttal with another kick, but then has to sort of slow down and kind of grasps his ribs. Like, oh, okay, that hurt. Like, <laughs> so he has a swollen liver. Not entirely sure how serious that will be. Yeah. Um, I think he also has bruised ribs. Yeah. Something like that. And he got that injury in the match with Finn Balor, Who's who also... has a broken jaw. <laughs> yeah. Uh, injured, but 
on the recovery, it seems, pretty quick. I've seen the picture of him in the hospital bed. Thumbs up. Yep, successful After surgery. successful jaw surgery. Yeah. So, likely he'll... Uh, it's, it's looking very likely he's not obviously going to... I mean, he's not going to vacate the title. No, no, he's not vacating anything. No. He'll stay champion. He'll be back in the ring within a few weeks. Yeah. It's a bit of a cursed title, isn't it, at this point? Well, do you know what? Finn Balor's title reign seemed to be cursed ever since the Universal Championship. Yeah. Yeah, they just... They stop dead, almost, yeah. as soon as he wins it. Mm. Um, but luckily, not that serious this time. No. Uh, but one that is pretty bloody serious uh, is yes. uh, Ridge Holland. Not... Um, I watched this... Uh, when I was watching NXT and I thought, oh, it's just an injury because I wasn't clearly wasn't paying attention enough to what, what was happening. It's, it's, really. a, it's a glance up when you notice the action stopped. Yeah. And you go, oh, and then something's they, happened. So they did, but they did like, there was an injury and then there was a lot of people around and they weren't really focusing on him. Just focusing on Oni Lorcan. Yeah. And then Danny Birch gets in the ring. It's like with, with Orny Lorcan. And then, then they go to an ad break and then they come back from the ad break and then it's like, VT package with the Garganos or whatever, and then there was another VT package of Thatcher's Thatch Can, and then it's oh, you know, Ridge Holland, here's what happened before the break, and yeah. him getting injured, and here's him being wheeled out on a fucking on a stretcher. stretcher. It's like oh shit, and I went back and I was like, I'm gonna have to go walk back and watch this. What actually happened here? Watched it, and the scream from him is oh, insane. It's a it's a gut wrenching scream. It is. And it's like, you know, the sort of thing where it doesn't fit his character for that to be kayfabe. Oh, my God, no. And he's had, he's got a laundry list of injuries from that. So, obviously, as you can tell, it looked very gruesome. Mm. He ends up, he's now ended up with a, the official diagnosis is that he has a fractured, uh, a fractured and dislocated ankle. Yes. Um, And he also has a, I think it's a ruptured patella. And your patella is essentially a kneecap. Mm. Um, The... Worst part of it is actually the patella. Mm. The ankle and the, the ankle dislocation and fracture can be relatively okay. That can kind of pass you by that kind of injury. Mm. A patella, that can be tendons. That can be, like, honestly, it could be cartilage, things like that. Yeah. Um, he could have very much ruined his career at this point. But it's looking fairly positive. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've got to stay positive. The guy's not too old. No, he's only 32. Yeah. And, you know, he was a rugby league player taken off i'm sure he's had surgeries and things like that before yeah the good i think he's in he's in a very advantageous position because he's actually a healthy person yes he's been a healthy person and a sportsman mm. his whole life so yeah yeah my, i mean fingers crossed i mean it's probably very likely he's out for a year minimum yeah um it's a horrible injury yeah and it just looks and, it, and at the worst time worst time for him, right you know, it's just as he was getting a push with you know the adam cole stuff and it's like to feud with adam cole in nxt at this point is a huge push yeah so yeah, it's sod's law, isn't it? As soon as you that's get that, shame. that's your moment. It's taken away from you so straight, yeah. straight away. So, I mean, all our best to him. Yes, we hope absolutely. he makes it. We hope he makes a full and speedy recovery. Yeah, I want to see John Cena style. Oh, recovery here. Do you know what? With that injury, I don't. <laughs> well, no, it'd be too soon. People said that Cena would be gone for six to nine months, and he was back in three, three. at the Royal Rumble. Two thousand and ten was that. 2010, yeah. yeah. Superhero, that man. <laughs> but, but like, we wish Ridge Holland well. Hopefully, Absolutely. Hopefully he makes a full recovery. And our final bit of small news. It's been a long small news this week, but last bit of small news. It's a bulky small news. Yeah. Yep. It's a big small news. Uh, our last bit of news is about um, the hero to all women, uh, Stephanie McMahon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she is the uh, the uh, advocate for... Tongue-in-cheek there, by the way, if you didn't... Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Stephanie McMahon has been named as the most influential female chief marketing officer by Forbes magazine. Now, Forbes magazine did this list of 10 chief marketing officers in various different businesses and ranked them as the most influential. Mm. Number one was someone who was a man. (laughs) Yeah. Number two was Stephanie McMahon. Now, WWE could go with she's the second most influential chief marketing officer or... She's the most successful female chief marketing now, officer. Now, which one sounds better? Yes, exactly. Yeah, Number it's... one amongst the women. Yeah. Um, the best loser. But there was a, a quote from that they put with their, you know, nomination of her being number two. Yes, yeah. Uh, saying, McMahon is an outspoken and highly visible executive at WWE. Correct. Yep. Um, a company in an industry often mired in controversy. Nothing wrong with that so far. Correct. The daughter of WWE CEO Vince McMahon. She is a former WWE superstar herself. 
Uh, sort of. Kind of, yeah. She, well, she's women's champion. Former yeah, women's she's champion. former women's champion. So, all correct so far. Yeah. She's a big proponent of WWE superstars growing their own brands via social media. Now. Now, here <laughs> is the issue with this. <laughs> this is where this is almost a kicking while they're down. Oh, also, just a little side point. She has also championed women's equality in WWE, apparently. I didn't know that. Fair enough. <laughs> still doesn't still doesn't stop the it's fact that it's because she invented women's wrestling that's she why. did invent women's wrestling that's true uh, but yes yeah, so she's a big proponent of WWE superstars growing their own brands via social media unless of course it's Twitch Cameo or any other sort any of other financial thing. gain they can uh, muster during a pandemic yeah um, but if you want to make a, a funny tweet oh she's all for that yeah but if you want to, you know, stream on Twitch but oh. also if you're a wrestler trying to get yourself over by starting a storyline on Twitter not going to like that. Oh, no, not a fan of they that. They don't like it when you try and get yourself over. You want to go into market for yourself? Yeah. No, thank you. Oh, you want a Twitch account because you're bored during lockdown and you've got nothing much else to do. Yeah. And also you can make a bit of money on it, which you're losing out on other things. Because merch sales are down. Yeah, No, you're not allowed to do that. No, 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 no. You can do that, but we're going to make you do it. We're going mean... to make you do it and then we're going to take most of your profits. Yeah, we're going to make you sign this new fancy contract that quite literally fucks you over yeah um enjoy that mm-hmm. uh, twitch was fun was it it's not fun anymore not fun anymore no can't do it for fun anymore it's no. your job uh so yeah that's a uh, uh, bold face lie but the question Three is but no but the question <laughs> does it might be true she might be a proponent of superstars that's having, uh, yeah. getting growing her own bands via social media it might be vince or people that go no can't do that and she's going well look it's no big issue if they do these Twitch things and, yeah. and he's like no don't like it we own them we own everything about them we need to have money for everything they do that's it and Stephanie's but, like well I can't argue with Vince Vince is, he's made his mind up about this it's but. like I know what you mean it's like that is her that's her official title but, but she's the, clearly not that influential then I would say if, if that's she, the case if she doesn't have final say on something that's <laughs> quite literally marketing then she's not a influential marketing officer no she's a uh, a pawn to Vince yes uh, unfortunately mm. but, uh, but the thing is but also Congratulations to her. But congratulations, Stephanie. Yeah, you yeah, did yeah. a great job at the draft. Congratulations on, and just to be clear, number two. Number two. Number two. The second most influential chief marketing officer yes. in all of business. It's amazing, the things that she's done. But to put that in there at this moment. Yeah, it's just that line. <laughs> big proponent of pushing superstars yeah. on social media. Yeah. So okay. much for that. Yeah. Anyway, that was our small package of news. Yeah, you've just been rolled up. Okay, it's time for our main topic of the episode. We're talking about the WWE draft. It's the biggest news of the week. It's yeah. my little. I've just thought yeah. I'd do a temporary jingle. Uh, we <laughs> temporary <laughs> jingle for this one for this one episode. It's a one-off. Um, <laughs> that's one of your creations. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Normally we do like we end up having like two or three main topics. This week we just got the one. It's just the WWE draft. There's enough to it. Yeah. I honestly think there's just this because there's so many picks that have been. Chosen, obviously, then picks we made and yeah. how wrong so, I was. So when we were talking about it last <laughs> week, obviously, we had no idea how it was going to be presented, how it was going to be done. Yeah. Um, I think we both thought it would be more of a case of everyone's on their drafts that they're on and, a, and then there'll be a, a handful of people who move from one yeah. brand to the like, other and that's it. Raw pick from SmackDown and NXT. Yeah. SmackDown get to pick from Raw and NXT. And then yeah, that was kind of like... But people who aren't drafted stay where they are. Yeah. But no. No. It was done on a... It was a full-on draft. Like, everyone, everyone was up for it. Yeah, everyone on Raw and SmackDown was just put into a pot. Yeah, some people stayed on the brand they were on before, but... Um, but they had to pe- be drafted. Other people moved, and other people didn't get drafted at all. Um, and are free agents. Yeah, technically. We will get to that. Um, <laughs> so, the way it worked, we had Stephanie McMahon, and, oh, actually, no, before that, we had Pauls. Oh, so on yeah. Friday there was I can't how many people was it thirty or was it so thirty people on in the pool to be chosen from I think so because well there are seven rounds of drafts in total something like that yeah but it included everyone on both rosters well it included a certain amount of people oh yeah sorry from each roster and so there was half the rosters yeah. half of the superstars were available to be picked on Friday. And the other half, basically, were able to be picked uh, last night on Monday. Yes, that's it. Sorry, because on the Friday, on the SmackDown, some people just weren't eligible for that Friday. For that Friday, yeah. Yeah. Um, People like Charlotte 
um, and the Fiend and people like that. People were, you knew were going to be were saved. Not for... able, were not able to be picked on Friday. They were picked on Monday. Yes. So we had that on Friday and last night. Stephanie McMahon was the lead person. Now we had talked about who was going to be picking the the you know making the choices. Well, we even thought there was going to be like a network exec, someone representing for... USA, someone that representing Fox or whatever, yeah. things like that. Because when we've done when they've done drafts before, they've had general managers or commissioners or whatever, you know, yeah, owners or whatever. So uh, this time they didn't. So they had Stephanie McMahon come out and say, right. I've got some draft picks. Here are the he's this person go to Raw. This person's going to SmackDown, um, and they did it where for every round of picks you had three Raw picks and two SmackDown picks to yeah. represent the fact that Raw has an extra hour, so it has more superstars. Yeah, in theory, it needs more. Of so it would be a Raw pick, a SmackDown pick, a Raw pick, a SmackDown pick, and a Raw pick. Yeah, um, and they had seven rounds on. On Raw, they had seven rounds. Did they have seven rounds on both shows? They had five rounds on SmackDown and, and seven, on, seven Raw. on Raw. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, almost everyone has been put into a brand. Almost everyone. And we're going to go through who's on what brand. Hell yeah. So on Raw, we have Drew McIntyre, Asuka, AJ Styles, Naomi, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, Ricochet, Mandy Rose, Miz and Morrison, Xavier Woods. Sorry, Xavier Woods. I just wrote Xavier. That's Xavier. the reason. I, I, in writing, trying to write quick, I just wrote Xavier, and I had to think for a second. Woods. That's it. <laughs> Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston, Dana Brooke, uh, Angel Garza, Umberto Carrillo, uh, Drew Gulak, Tucky, <laughs> Tucker. Tucker, uh, Lindsay Dorado and Grand Metalik, The Fiend, Randy Orton, Charlotte Flair, uh, Braun Strowman, Matt Riddle, Jeff Hardy, Retribution, Keith Lee, Alexa Bliss, Elias, uh, Lacey Evans, Seamus, Nikki Cross, R-Truth, Dabba Kato, um, amazing, he got drafted. I know. Uh, Titus O'Neil, Peyton Royce, Akira Tozawa, Lana, Riddick Moss, Arturo Ruas and Eric. Oh, and the Hurt Business. And the Hurt Business. Yeah. Why don't I have the Hurt Business yeah, written hurt down business. in my list? They yeah. were one of the early. You must have just missed them. They were one of the early picks for Raw. There's so many people. Well, it was also it's difficult to say because this was obviously another part of it is that groups were going together, but tag teams would only go together dependent on obviously this being kayfabe. It was dependent on what the networks decided. Yeah. So, for example, must have missed that. So, yeah, they're one of the early ones. No, I, I mean, I was aware that they were on Raw, but I must have just not forgotten to write that down in my notes. It's, it's one of those ones, because <laughs> no, it's one of those ones, I'd do it. It'd be like Drew McIntyre. You'd be like, well, obviously, yeah, okay. Yeah. And just, sort of your and mind just, skips over it. Yes. But it was like, yeah. So, and the Hurt Business. And the Hurt Business. So they had... It felt a little bit like um, reading the football scores on a Saturday afternoon, you know, where like, <laughs> Brighton and Hove Albion won, Manchester United, nil. Very accurate score. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's interesting because there's like a few things where, like I said, with these teams being decided by the network. Yeah. So Xavier Woods and Kofi have gone over to Raw as the New Day. Yes. So they're not going over as Xavier and Kofi. They're going over as the New Day. Yeah. Um, Should I go through who's on SmackDown? Yes. Yeah, so and I'll go through who's like who's SmackDown have chosen. So SmackDown have Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins... Uh, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, Jey Uso, Dominic and Rey Mysterio, Big E, Otis, Murphy, Kalisto, Shorty G, Bailey, Street Profits, Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens, King Corbin, Lars Sullivan, Boo, uh, <laughs> Sami Zayn, Cesaro Shinsuke Nakamura, yay, <laughs> Apollo Crews, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, mm. <laughs> Carmella, Alistair Black, Natalia, The Riot Squad, Billy Kay, Tamina, and Zelina Vega. And those last three, I think, were they were last minute. Literally, we Except thought we would look this up just before we started recording and saw that there'd been a handful of more a handful more. Like seven hours like seven hours ago. Yeah. It had just been decided. Yeah. because um, initially they were in my list of undrafted. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they were popped up. So um so that's literally that's everyone on SmackDown. Yeah. So we ended up with like Big E getting separated from the new day yeah and i know the initial reaction to that was obviously negative but 
I mean, this is just their this is their physical way of saying, look, he's getting a push. Yes, they're still the new day. Yeah, they're all still friends. Mm. They're all still a team. It's just Biggie now has a chance to be like, this is your opportunity For now. Yeah, it's like you can basically they're still going to stay the new day. I don't believe this theory you've got. So on SmackDown, they're on the season premiere. Um, <laughs> uh, they got the new day are saying farewell to SmackDown. Mm. Um, and they're saying farewell to, well, Kofi and Xavier are saying farewell to Biggie. And I think that might mean that someone gets turned on. Like, so you think Biggie might turn on the two of them or? Yeah, possibly. I think that's the most likely, uh, more likely than Kofi and Xavier turning heel. Because I thought. Because I... we've seen Biggie as a heel before when he was with Dolph and he was in the Cornell champion and stuff. Oh, like yeah. Was... Pre New Day. Dolph, you know? AJ Lee, and him. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's possible. I completely. I get it. Yeah. Um, I just feel like it'll be because I remember a lot of these situations were drummed up when Kofi was on his run mm. and when he was sort of leading up to being champion and people thought, oh, they're going to like screw him out of the title and yeah. it'll be like Biggie and Xavier turn on him, um, which was likely just because of how WWE mm. like to book things. Yeah. Especially when it involves sort of teams who one of them's getting a shot and the others aren't. Yeah. Um, Shield, for example. Yeah. So, so I get it, but I think that I'm hoping that their plan is basically that the farewell will be them going... It's now Biggie's chance. They just big up Biggie the whole time yes. and just say like, "Look, we're still a team. We're still friends." And someone else comes in and tries to like uh, interrupt, cause a ruckus. Yeah, King Corbin or something. King Corbin, actually no. Well, King Corbin is. I just forgot which what side he's he SmackDown. went. He went. He's still on. Awesome. Oh, he is still. So he's SmackDown. SmackDown. So he could basically. Yeah. There's someone will do something. But I thought if they I've just seen much of King Corbin as of late, have we? I know he's not. The enhancement talents disappeared a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I th- I'm hoping that it's a positive but end. But yeah, uh, Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston won the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Mm-hmm. And then they got drafted to Raw. And the Street Profits got drafted to SmackDown, yeah. uh, where they are the where they were the Raw Tag Team Champions. And as predicted on Raw last night, they swapped belts. Yep, we knew it was going to happen. Now, the question is, have they swapped, just swapped the belts? Uh, and they are now of uh, the New Day now ten time tag team champions, and their SmackDown tag team title reign lasted all of four days. I mean, and they've now got a new championship what, title. Judging by the segment we saw and Xavier Woods' reaction to it, they are they're calling themselves the new Raw tag team champions. Yeah. So I I'm like, well, and also the way that um, Dolph ziggler and robert rude came up and were a bit pissed off about it. like how is this possible this is unfair like yeah. right? like because they've just been given the raw tag team titles um but you <laughs> I, know. Like, I like their argument though where it's like this isn't fair and it's like well they were the smackdown tag team champions i mean it is 100 percent fair they're still You're tag an team, idiot. yeah they're still tag team <laughs> champions but like exactly like we predicted it was a comedy segment yeah backstage where the street profits and New Day just swap belts. But I didn't expect Adam Pierce to be the one that would just be oh, like... Oh, Adam Pierce has been doing all the admin recently, hasn't he? It's funny. You it's know? weird. I don't know why Because you can't have Stephanie around doing these things all the time. No. Just get I... Adam Pierce to do it. Former NWA World Heavyweight Champion, uh, Adam yeah. Pierce. I almost I almost expected Adam Pierce to be the one announcing the drafts. It would have been good. I'd have liked that. It would have worked, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. It would have made sense. Like you said, he's the admin guy. Yeah. As are you. <laughs> I am the Adam Pierce of this podcast. You ought to be fair. You just announced all the drafts. There I did. Go. I'm the Stephanie McMahon of this podcast. <laughs> Bold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, one of the things that came out of the um, the draft was there were a number of returns. Yeah. Um, so we had Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston return. Like that. You know, Xavier Woods is like Ember Moon. We were talking about Ember Moon before last week. And how we thought, well, her career's basically done. That was the rumors, like, she's basically done. Yeah. And it was the same for Xavier Woods. People were like, he's basically done. And within a week, both of them have returned. I know. Like, when Xavier returned on on SmackDown, I was like, oh, is he here just like, oh, Xavier's backstage to say hello to Big E. Yeah, like, the hype, um, man, the hype man's still around. Yeah, he's just basically yeah. still being the hype man for him. Um, but then it was like, oh, no, him and Kofi have got a match for the tag titles tonight and then they went out and wrestled i was like oh xavier's back oh right it only clicked for me when he actually got to the ring i was like oh he's actually wrestling yeah now. great wasn't okay. it wasn't it kind of like a it was a very unsung moment yeah like, oh he's he's wrestling again yeah almost like they were kind of they want to portray it as if oh he could have wrestled the whole time even though we all know he couldn't he couldn't have. no he they just want to play it as like just let's not make a big deal of it 
he's back in the ring he's wrestling so yes. that was a nice surprise it was yeah it was great to, and it's great to see them both back and it'll be really interesting to see what they do as a pair on raw yeah just um, the duo yeah so i mean there are clearly plans there but they're going over as the new day the new day is not dead yeah necessarily yes uh another person that came back um i'm just trying to work out which order to do this in Lars sullivan is back yay whatever he's back the guy's a creep move on elias yep. is back in it that was cool that was really cool interesting the fact that he's basically jumped in straight into a storyline yes he's, and I mean, he's a heel again yeah he attacked jeff uh smashed a guitar over his back we're back to classic elias yeah yeah see uh, do you know what his face run was fine it's fine but he's a bad heel oh he's a heel through and through his most successful stuff has been when he's been a heel so oh it, him do you know what those moments where he'd be sat in the ring and you'd hear a strum of a guitar and you'd hear him start. He had like Vicky Guerrero style heat. Mm. It's just be. It'd be interesting to see how that works in the Thunderdome because part of his whole thing was he was in the ring. He would strum the guitar, and everyone would go boo, and then he would be like, you know, turn off your cell phones, you know, wait for your hold your applause yeah. and shut up or whatever. <laughs> and but he. If there's no audience there and it's all just piped it, he'll just be in the ring and start singing a song with zero interruptions. No, that's his opportunity to make it even better. Yeah. You could just say, you can't stop me. Yeah. I'm forcing you to enjoy this. You now. have to listen to this. Yeah. And you're, you can't stop me with your booing. They can't boo him out of the arena now. Yeah. He has to. He could just, you can be as loud as you like. I can't hear you. Oh, see, there's a, <laughs> him coming back was great. Um, it, I think he's one of those people, for me especially, where... I didn't know how much I missed him until I saw him again. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's been nice to see Elias. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, back to being a heel. So you're like, perfect. This is the good style of return we want. We don't want Elias as a babyface coming back. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, it was nice to see those people. I mean, um, then we know there was some interesting just drafts anyway, in terms of people moving from one brand to another. Mm. Um, people like um, Peyton Royce staying on Raw. But I know, then yeah. Billy Kay going SmackDown. There's one of the things we predicted last week. Maybe we should go through our predictions. Should we go through our predictions? I'd say let's go through what we what we thought might happen. Yeah. Because um, I know that mine on the surface of it did seem very wrong. But There's a lot of crosses over both of our... Yeah. Um, our, I, I put a little red cross next to everything. There's a lot of red on there. But there's some um, we got right. So it's like... Some we did get right. Yeah. So I'll go through my predictions first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was thinking for t to go to SmackDown, Kevin Owens... I got that one correct. Yeah. Um, Randy Orton. I was really disappointed when they said Randy Orton's <laughs> staying on Raw. I was like, yeah, oh, he, uh, he's really? not, not a SmackDown superstar still. What are the chances that post Hell in a Cell, he gets another title shot against Drew McIntyre? Oh, God. Do you know what? If, if they carry this fucking series on... I cannot fucking stand this storyline anymore. Stop killing Drew McIntyre as champion. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Have him go up against someone else. Yeah. And you've got all these people moving different yeah, brands this is the perfect opportunity to tell randy orton to go fuck himself yeah and give drew mcintyre a proper opponent finally yeah uh angel gaza i predicted going to smackdown he's staying on raw staying on raw um ricochet i predicted going to smackdown staying on raw he was the, i had the same as well I mean, but he was good on raw last night so i, I mean, don't know we and both, apollo we... cruz has moved to smackdown so we were thinking that ricochet would go to uh, Smackdown and Apollo would be left on his own on Raw mm. to fight off the Hurt Business. Turn out it was the other way around. Yeah. Ricochet's left on his own to fight the Hurt Business on Raw. Oh, it's a shame. Hopefully, though, regardless of which one was, uh, whoever out of the two was swapped, yeah. hopefully it's good for both of them. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, Ricochet, again, like you say, proving himself, but hopefully he actually gets actual work. Yeah. Rather than just being cannon fodder for groups. Yeah. And my last pick to Smackdown was Peyton Royce. Which obviously I got wrong. He Billy just, Kay went to SmackDown. Yeah, exactly. Uh, got it was the reverse. A, again, it was the same with the Ricochet thing. It was like she didn't, her partner did, but I thought one of them would. Yeah, one of them will go. Um, to Raw, I said AJ Styles, which is someone who I want to go up against Drew McIntyre for the WWE title, yeah. not Randy Orton. <laughs> and hopefully that will be the case post telling a cell. Well, that was the correct one, wasn't it? Yeah. AJ's now on Raw. It was. A, do you know it was a choice I didn't think would actually happen, but yeah. I'm glad it did. He hates Paul Heyman, doesn't he? I just, but it is, it's just, it's set in stone that AJ is going for the WWE champion. Yeah, he has to now. It's yeah. a, but then again, uh, Jeff Hardy also came over to Raw, who he was feuding with before. Yeah, that's true. So 
I don't know. But then Sami Zayn stayed on SmackDown with the Intercontinental title. So I, yeah. they're not going to be fighting over the IC title. They're not going to be fighting. I don't know. Maybe they'll fight over the United States title. Nah, but, bump them both up. Yeah, bump them. Well, not both. I don't really care about Jeff Hardy going for the other stuff. But AJ Styles, yes. Oh, fair. Uh, Braun Strowman, I predicted going to Raw. <laughs> That was correct. He's been on Raw for the last like three weeks in a row. So yeah, yep. that's a fairly easy one. Uh, this one I was half happy about, half not. Uh, Miz, but not John Morrison moving to Raw. Yeah, turns out they're both moving to Raw. They're both so going half right on that one. It's like we said with teams. It was up to the, it was it was apparently network discretion. So apparently they see something in that team. Oh, I don't, I don't get it. No, I don't. They have so much potential outside of each other. Although having said that, though, the Miz did leave. John Morrison to get beaten the shit out of by um, Lars Sullivan. That's true. And Lars Sullivan dropped him awkwardly at one point and he like landed on his shoulder and I was like, fucking hell. Oh, yeah, it's because Lars Sullivan's still shit. Because he's still shit. Yeah. And still creepy. Um, Otis, I predicted would go to Raw. He stayed on SmackDown. Yep. Um, Fine. I mean, he's been left on SmackDown, but all of his anyone like Miz, Mandy Rose, and Tucker are all on Raw, and Otis is just on SmackDown with the Money in the Bank briefcase by himself. I mean, well, the split's official now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, the split's official. I think what they might do is have Miz, by nefarious means, through a court case or whatever <laughs> the way they're trying to do this. Yeah, uh, take the Money in the Bank briefcase from Otis, and then. The, the the beginning of the split of Miz and John Morrison is Morrison getting beaten up, Miz hightailing it out of there, trying to save Morrison, and then going, oh no, sorry, Lars, and walking away with his hands up yeah. and allowing Lars to continue to beat up John Morrison. I think John Morrison will look at that and go, oh, so... He cares more about the case than he first, does me. For, yeah, he yeah. doesn't care about me. He doesn't care if I get beaten up. He only cares about himself. And this court case, if if they win it, it means Miz is given the Money in the Bank briefcase, That's not John right. Morrison. Yeah, John Miz. Morrison's just cannon fodder. So I think it's going to set up the... This is the beginning part of their tag team breaking up. And I'm perfectly happy to see it. And if it means Miz with the Money in the Bank briefcase, great. If it means Miz becoming world champion again, great. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I'm actually going to have to stop you talking about the Miz. He's awesome. He's fine. <laughs> right, so that happened. Uh, do you want to know something else about the Miz? No. <laughs> it's actually I actually of, don't. No, this is related to the draft. It's actually kind oh, of okay, interesting yeah, go on, go on. because um, if it seems kind of uh, like Groundhog Day with The Miz moving to a different brand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not wrong to think that. <laughs> uh, since Miz, since the draft started again in 2016, he has gone every year. And in one year, he went both ways right yeah he's what 2016 he was drafted to smackdown the initial draft when they brought it back 2017 he went to brawl he went to raw 2018 he went back to smackdown in the 2019 shake-up he went to raw (laughs) and then in the 2019 draft later in the year because they completely fucked that up oh yeah in the draft later in the year he went back to smackdown and then in 2020, he's gone from SmackDown back to Raw again. So, but as a team, he's been drafted to Raw three times, and he's been drafted to SmackDown three times. This is your yeah. This is your guy. Clearly in, shows why in keep four him. years. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly shows we'll sign him and go. We need to keep this guy. But the thing is, he's done for some, a year. He's done great stuff on SmackDown. He did great stuff when he yeah, was no, in the Connell tr- Champion. Very true, actually. Yeah. Um, and when he was on Raw. He did the stuff where it was him and Maurice and the B team, you know. Um, are, we Bo that, and, are we saying that's great stuff? Yeah, the entourage and that whole group that they had. Oh, the Miztourage was actually Miz-tourage, pretty yeah. good. Yeah, the Miztourage and and Maurice and it, yeah, that helped Miz more than anything. Yeah, yeah, it didn't help the other two, but it was no, good. it didn't. But I think no. the whole point of it was to elevate Miz. Yeah, I don't think me- it was really there. It was to give them a bit more importance. They were doing fuck all before that, so they did elevate them somewhat. Do you know, what? one of my favorite things the Miz has ever done is the Damien Mizdale. Yeah, like, that is probably one of the yeah. funniest things I've ever seen, and they both were brilliant in it. They were fantastic. So I'd yeah, love like- to see Damien uh, Sandow come back. Ooh, he's busy doing whatever the hell he's doing. I don't know. NWA? He could do something. Hey, I know. think they should have him as general manager of like Raw or something and then have um, Wade Barrett as. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> general manager of SmackDown. Just, 
just two people who definitely are fun on the mic. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. true. And, what they and, need, and, and who I don't really care about seeing wrestle. I mean, I'd love to see Wade Barrett wrestle again. But, oh, um, same, yeah, yeah. But um, but like Damien Sano, I couldn't care less. But they're great on the mic. I just want to hear it. They again. were funny guys I, on the I, mic. They were great in authority figures. I 100% agree with you. And when Wade Barrett, <laughs> I'm afraid I've got some bad news <laughs> or some baked beans. <laughs> got some baked beans. There's a tweet you need to read if you don't get that. I'm afraid I've got some baked beans. <laughs> um... But it's like that. I I agree as well. Like I I can. I'm not as much of an advocate of the Miz f- as you are, but I have to agree. He is an asset. He's an asset, and yeah. he's also one of these people that even he's been drafted in every single draft they've had of any sort, and yet it still means something when he gets drafted. And he's usually a key member of the draft. Yeah, so he's, he's like not, a he's a big time player he, in the draft. He, he's not a Tamina. Or an R-Truth. He's not a shorty G, which is just chucked on social media because they couldn't fit him anywhere else. By the way, shh, don't tell anyone, but uh, shorty G is getting uh, drafted to SmackDown. That's the that's what WWE.com basically was saying. <laughs> it was almost like, oh, we forgot. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, shorty G's been drafted. Uh, yeah. Just forgot to put that on the show, well, but it happened. The one thing we haven't talked about is people who are undrafted. So the idea was yeah. that if you didn't get drafted... Then you were free to negotiate with um, whichever brand you wanted to go to yeah. and join whichever brand you want. Um, now, there were a few people like Zelina Vega, uh, Tamina, Billy Kay, and Eric who <sighs> yeah. were in the undrafted bit, but then got drafted today. Kind of like early this morning. Just to, It was like cleaning up. Uh, an unintentional mess they've made. Yeah, they forgot. Oh. They they realised they had a few people that they wanted to put on SmackDown, but they couldn't fit into the draft thing. Yeah, exactly. And but there are still two people who still didn't get drafted. Yeah, there's two because that list was bigger. And now, as yeah. it's been updated, I've checked. There's two left. It's Andrade. Yeah, and Mickey James. They were two people who were in the pools. Yeah, but they weren't drafted. They were both eligible. They um, were both ready to be drafted, and they just weren't picked. Just just think about this. Um, Titus O'Neil got drafted. Yeah, and Andrade didn't. And I haven't seen Titus O'Neil. God knows how long. <laughs> what I'm supposed to believe? Oh, that was it. WrestleMania was the last time I saw Titus O'Neil. Oh, because it, in person, yeah. Because he was on screen, and yeah. <laughs> that was the last time I saw him on screen. And it was after the was it after the um uh Funhouse match, Firefly Funhouse match, and it was like it Possibly. cuts at the end of that. It goes to like black, and then it fades fades in, and it's just. Titus O'Neil stood there with his hand on his head like, what? <laughs> uh? What did I just see? I think um, it may have been, actually. Yeah. Um, and that was the last time I saw Titus O'Neil. And he got drafted, but Andrade didn't. But I would hope this leads to Andrade doing a whole, you know, uh, bargaining for a good contract and yeah. playing uh, USA and Fox off each other to get the best deal for Andrade. Because what I'm worried about is if they don't do that, I am now having to believe that Riddick Moss was picked <laughs> before Andrade was. Uh, can you not believe that Arturo Ruas would yeah. get picked before Andrade? Oh, that guy we've barely seen what and about, saw on Raw what Underground. What about Eric? Yeah. <laughs> One half of the, the Viking Raiders. Yeah, Eric minus Ivar. He's on yeah. Raw. So it's like he gets picked. It's very strange. But um, I mean, hopefully... It doesn't mean there's any sort of nefarious reasons mm. as to why he wasn't picked. Yeah. Then there's Mickey James, who I might like... not have been drafted because they just forgot about Mickey James. I quite honestly, I think maybe her reason is that she's maybe, maybe she's sort of her stint's coming to an end. So she thinks, why would I get drafted if I'm going to be released like three weeks down the line? I don't know. They've done it before where they've drafted people who then quit the company or released oh, or they get released, very shortly yeah. after and didn't even make an appearance on the show they were drafted to. Well, that's, that's why I think they're avoiding that mess. Maybe. Because that happens. Know, and then but they, they maybe go... they're going to put some uh, prominence into Mickey James. Mickey James is pissed off that she didn't even get drafted and she's this legend in the ring and yeah. she, she's a six-time women's champion and she doesn't even get drafted. Still a viable they asset. They forgot about her. How could you forget about me? I'm Mickey James. Like, do that kind of thing with her, maybe. maybe. That's the thing. It's so like... it's like, you know, you have Andrade put on his suit, stand there and look like a million dollars and go, oh, I'm yeah. playing these guys off each other. There's a reason why I wasn't drafted because I haven't decided which brand I want to oh. go to yet and he's going to b- play the big cheese whereas Mickey's going to be 
pissed off that she wasn't picked. Yeah, Andrade can basically push the I was picked by both sides. Yeah, both networks wanted me, but I said no. Yeah, because the offers weren't good enough. Mm. Uh, there's a number of people who were not in either of the draft pools. These are just people that aren't eligible. Um, they're these are people who weren't eligible, inactive what? or injured. Well, it's inactive, not or injured or absolute stonking legends who can't be put on one brand or another. Yeah, um, people who are kind of above. Above being drafted, yeah. yeah. So there's like Becky Lynch, obvious reason, uh, pregnant. Uh, Jimmy Uso, still injured. injured. Ivar, injured. Sonia Deville, going through a court case because a guy broke into her house. Yeah. Uh, Edge, stonking legend. Um, I like the phrase stonking legend. <laughs> I had a feeling you did. You've said it twice already. <laughs> Is there a better <laughs> phrase I could use? Uh, uh, big bollocks bad boy. Big bollocks bad boy. Yeah, there we go. Big bollocks so legendary bad boy. Edge, big bollocks bad boy. Yep. Um, triple, uh, wait a Big bollocks bad boy. Uh, quadruple B. Um, <laughs> quad B. Quad B. Quad B. So quad B. <laughs> quad B edge. Um, <laughs> that sounds so weird out loud. Jinder Mahal, quad B. Um, <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> yeah, Jinder Mahal. Um, is he injured? I think... I mean, maybe. I guess he is. We weren't sure about um, that one. We're not too sure. It's been a while since we've seen him. Samoa Joe, he's a commentator on, on Raw now. so I'd put him... But he's he's still someone who can still wrestle. Is yeah. he injured? Or He's not inactive, really. They've just decided to put him on commentary, which I is lo- fine because he's a great commentator. But, I mean, he can still go and I'd love to see him wrestle. Yeah. So I love him. So I'd... Possibly put him in the quad B section. He's a quad B, yeah. It's quad B. Uh, Mojo Rawley, injured, I assume. Furthest from quad B you could ever be. Uh, the Forgotten Sons, deliberately left out. Mm, all of them as well. That's yeah. the whole group. The whole group out. has suffered from the fact that they've got one moronic member. Yeah. Um, Bo Dallas forgot he was still employed. I thought he got released. Honestly, not a knock. Yeah, on no, the guy. I genuinely thought he was part of that group who got released back in like yeah. uh, April. I thought he was, was, yeah, part of the bulk releases. Yeah, but no, apparently, uh, still there, still not drafted. Uh, Big Show, Quad B, Quad B. Uh, John Cena, Quad B. Oh, the biggest Quad B. Uh, Bill Goldberg, Quad B. Uh, quad B by default. Uh, <laughs> still under contract. Yeah. Wanda Rousey. <laughs> See, that is weird to me. Yeah, I thought her contract was done and dusted. Quad B. <laughs> she's a quadby yeah for sure and the biggest quadby of the lot the undertaker oh he's never gonna um, be on a brand is he no i mean putting the undertaker in there in this list of people who are not drafted it's like putting triple h in that brand you know? i know like, yeah it's like i mean sure he yeah he's not gonna get drafted but he's even above being in the undrafted he's not he's just a god <laughs> it's, it's almost like if vince was drafted yes yeah, like, oh vince isn't in the draft well, no shit yeah, if it's no. not in the draft. Obviously, he's not going to be on a Guess fucking... who else is not in the draft? Pat Patterson's not in the draft. <laughs> Where's Shane O'Mac? We could have had Smackdown Underground if he got drafted. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Never mention its name again. <laughs> what was it? Three they, weeks? They, uh, they mentioned Dabakato and they mentioned um, Arturo Ruas, oh, whatever his name is. Yeah. And they were both people from un- Raw Underground. They're still on Raw. But they sort of mentioned like, oh, these guys were in Raw Underground. That's why you don't know who they are. But they're they were in Raw Underground. Yeah. Just letting you know. And a lot of tape fists and tank tops. But uh, yeah, that's about it. Oh, and Riddick Moss. They mentioned he I, was in Raw, Raw Underground as well. Yeah, it's like Riddick Moss was kind of like, uh, I guess he made a name for himself in Raw Underground. So they sort have of. To. But Rod uh, Roddick 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 Rod- Miss Roddick Miss. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Riddick Moss. That's if he joins um, Retribution. <laughs> it becomes Roddick Miss. <laughs> uh, Riddick Moss uh, is shit, and so yeah. I don't understand why he was even on Raw. Like, surely if Raw Underground is done, just send him back to NXT. I know. I know. Or release him. I don't care either one. He. It sounds really harsh that we're saying this, but honestly, I've never met someone. I've never seen someone on a wrestling show that has done absolutely nothing for me whatsoever. Yeah. He is the most bland, mm. boring, kind of shit wrestler. Yeah. I am so... Just get rid of him. Yeah. Uh, from the... If uh, you listen, Riddick Moss. I was going to say... From, from the, go fuck yourself. <laughs> from the ridiculous to the sublime. Yes. Who is your standout pick? My standout pick from like, either... Like, what was your favourite pick? My favourite pick might be one that you got right. I think AJ going to... Work. I was about to... I was going to say the exact same thing. I, AJ is the, the best pick that was made about all of them. AJ's my top one, I guess. Who would you go for if you had a close second? 
Because it's tough. I'll be honest with you, it's tough. It, it is tough. I think a highlight definitely is the tag team champions. Oh yeah, swapping brands. Something we actually predicted. So. Um, I think that was a a great move. It was, you know, it, especially considering they did New Day on Friday. Yeah. And then we had like four days where we were going. Do we have two sets of tag team champions on the same show? Which I, by the way, would have been perfectly fine uh, with. Yeah, I mean, why not? Because then you could have unified the titles. And finally got rid of those fuck ugly belts. Um, which they still can do. But yeah. it would have been so much easier if you have a bigger excuse to do it. One of the other highlights, I would say. Yeah. So AJ is up there. But the other one of the, the other one I was going to say is someone we haven't talked about yet. Seth Rollins. Oh! He has spent... Since 2016, he's the inverse of The Miz. He yeah. has, since 2016, been on Raw the entire time. He has been drafted to Raw or kept on Raw yep. the At, whole time. Every time, it's always Raw. He's always kept there. And he's the Monday Night Messiah is now moving to Friday nights. I think it's... Fan- Friday Night Messiah doesn't really have the same ring to it. <laughs> You'll have to just go by The, the Messiah. Messiah. Yeah. yeah. I, it, what's cool, I think it's nice that Seth and Roman are on the same brand again. Yes, but also it's like and they're yeah, both heels. Yeah, they're both heels. It's like uh, not that I want them to do anything together because they're doing their own things. Absolutely, yeah. So much better now. Yeah. Um, but the fact that there could be a possible Seth versus Roman for the title. Yeah. On SmackDown. Yeah. Like as a SmackDown as SmackDown superstars. Yeah. Big big acquisition. There's been rumours that Roman's going to set up a new little group. I know. I yeah. I'd heard this. Um, and I would hope that would mean him lifting people up, as opposed to just going bringing people across, bringing people across, like people like Seth who don't need the push. Yeah. Um. But no, like I, I love the fact that Seth is on SmackDown. It's refreshing. Yeah. It's nice to see. <laughs> Murphy um, joined him. <laughs> Murphy and Dominic and Ray. Ray. They, they've just moved their entire storyline to SmackDown. But uh, fine. I quite honestly thought when Seth got announced as he was one of the first ones, I thought. That was it. Yeah. Oh, Seth's going to SmackDown, completely renewing it. Yeah. And then it was very slowly, oh, Ray and Dominic. Oh, and Murphy as well. Yeah. So, oh, okay. So I love there. that the Mysterious went together. They were a pair. They were a little couple. In the pool. Yeah. Dominic and Ray. He's like, it's like his son got drafted, but Ray went, no, no, no. He's not going without his father. Yeah. I'll be going with him. Also, you know, it was like, uh, I think Ray would have been happy that Buddy Murphy got moved to SmackDown as well because I don't think Ray would have been particularly happy about Murphy being allowed to stay on Raw <laughs> with his daughter. <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't talk about this. Uh, the Mysterio family didn't get drafted. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah, sorry. Aaliyah just... What's happened to Aaliyah? She's staying on Raw. She's not, not got drafted. What sorry. about Ray's wife? <laughs> They're all free agents now. She's a free agent. She's going to go to TNA soon. Um... <laughs> In the WWE universe, there'll be rumours that they're going to AEW because they were, oh, yeah. un- they were undrafted. It's <gasps> like... <laughs> what's happening to Ray's wife and then there's the Cody gif of him with <laughs> doing the ear thing because Cody will sign anyone under the fucking sun yeah. well Tony uh, Khan will anyway <laughs> uh, okay so I think we'll wrap it up there thank you very much for listening uh, it's been episode number 62 I'm Matt Bass I'm here with Ben Bowles and if you want to follow us on Twitter it's at CSWpod if you want to follow Ben on Twitter it's at RingReviewPW if you want to follow us on Instagram it's CSWpod if you want to go back and listen to any of the previous episodes, go to cswrestlingpodcast.com uh, or subscribe, well, and subscribe as well, I suppose, yeah. on Acast, Apple Podcasts, and any other good podcasting apps apart from Spotify. Give us a ra- rate it and review it. Um, very much appreciated. Thanks, Admin Matt. Thank that you. Was, very much. That was fantastic. But yeah, yeah no, no it was good. I, I like talk about the the draft this week. I thought it was very good. We had uh, it was a lot a busy, of fun. There was, was a, a lot of stuff. It's a busy. You week. call me admin, Matt. There was a lot of admin. I, in there. there was, and so even many... I missed the hurt business on my list. I, do you know what? The fact that you, that was the only thing you missed, I'm very impressed. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I thought there was going to be a lot of there. You going? How have you not mentioned this whole thing? We, like, oh, this yeah, is shit. this is the first time I've had to have supporting notes. Yes. So that I could, <laughs> if anything was missed, there was two people working on this at the same time. Matt does a lot of the hard work in this, but. That was a tough, it's a busy week. Yeah. Busy two nights of just constant changes. Yeah. But yeah, but I, I am thoroughly impressed with how they've done the draft and I hope we do the same next year. Uh, so thank you very much and goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>